Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Turn with me in your Bibles once again to the book of Philippians. We're looking at Philippians again today. Philippians chapter 3. One of the attributes of American society is is that we tend to base our, our whole life on success. Uh, Are we successful in our business endeavors? Are we successful as a parent? Are we successful as a community or a society? And success is something that uh, we tend to uh, focus our whole life. Everybody wants to be successful and everybody wants to achieve the goals that they set themselves, whether it's the goals that we set as a young person to graduate high school and then uh, possibly go on to uh, to a trade school or to a college and, and attain a certification or a degree or uh, become successful in order to attain a job or successful in, a, in that particular job. Uh, we all tend to want to be successful. The sharpest person in uh, high school is usually uh, the valedictorian, and it's u- uh, usually that individual is voted the person most likely to succeed, right? And so we place a lot of value on success. Uh, success is very hard to define. Uh, for example, here are some, some genuine uh, examples of a definition for success. Someone has said that success is something everybody wants to buy, but nobody wants to pay for. Success, uh, someone else said, uh, is a successful executive in business is one who can de- uh, delegate all the responsibility and shift all of the blame and get all of the credit. That's success. Uh, someone else said that success is the ability uh, to shoot the bull, pass the buck, and make seven copies of everything. So success has many different uh, definitions. Uh, it's not only hard to define, it's hard, uh, harder to find success in life. And Paul here is talking about success as a Christian, success as an individual who is uh, calls themselves a child of God, someone who is uh, attaining to find success. And, and Paul himself is uh, placing himself under the microscope in this as a way of being an, an example to the church at Philippi. Remember, uh, the church at Philippi is going through a difficult and troublesome time in the life of the church. And, and because of that, that's why Paul is writing these letters. Remember, Paul is writing these letters from a prison. He's uh, writing these, uh, this letter from a jail cell to people that he loves dearly in a distant land 
the people that he hasn't seen for a long time and a group of people that he has heard of that is going through difficulty, but he can't be there to help them. He can't leave his jail cell and say, hey, I've got to... Uh, there were no home leave during that time. Uh, you, you couldn't leave home and go and... and or leave jail and go... Uh, home and help out the family on the farm or help out the family that's uh, going through a difficult time and then come back to jail and finish serving your time. Uh, Paul was in jail, most likely uh, chained between two soldiers, and he's heard about the difficulties and the struggles that they're facing as a church body. Difficulty that... uh, And remember, Paul isn't so much concerned about the church as a uh, organization, he's concerned about the church as a group of people. This group of new believers that are in Philippi, this group of believers that are facing discouragement, they're facing struggles, they're facing hardships, they've uh, had people come in and taught all kinds of, of unusual things and they're getting off the track. kind of sounds about, about like... Christians today. We have people that are more concerned in church about things that have the least to do with the eternity of other people and are spending less and less time uh, worrying about the things that will affect all of eternity. So Paul is writing this letter not just just to the church at Philippi. Remember, he's writing this to us as well through the power of the Holy Spirit in his life, uh, uh, Paul is writing this as in in a way uh, to us. Uh, look at, at Philippians chapter three. Look at verse uh, twelve. Not as though I had already attained, either uh, were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and uh, reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press uh, toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. It's very well known. And... It outlines four things that we need to understand as Christians if we're going to continue to grow and continue to, to, to succeed as a Christian. And these four things are so important because uh, uh, it touches the lives of everyone. Paul includes himself in this. So... Uh, uh, if you think that you can just tune out what uh, what God needs to tell you, hey, I, I got it all. Don't worry. I'm a, a Sunday school teacher. I'm a preacher. I'm a, I'm a deacon, whatever, and, and I don't have to worry about working hard to 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 get closer to God. If you think that, you need to reassess things because Paul here says, I myself am in a race. And Paul is using uh, language that is related to uh, a, a race. And, and uh, Paul lived during a time in which the, uh, 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 it was very common for people to come together for uh, these uh, Olympic 
uh, games and and Paul is is writing with that in mind with the the verbiage and language he he doesn't say hey hey you remember those athletes that train all year and and get ready for uh, uh, the Olympics and then go and run uh, there was a lot of running events in the Olympics at that time they didn't have a whole lot of other stuff but they had a lot of the track and field type things and he said hey you know about those people that that uh, work really hard and run run and uh, you recall that the Olympics were all based on uh, a legendary um, a group of runners that uh, that ran to to deliver messages between uh, divisions of the army and the, that's the reason why a marathon is 26 miles long is because it it relates to uh, the distance between two uh, two uh, army groups that were uh, in a battle and and the the messengers they didn't have the the radio phones or or the wires in order to set up communications they relied on runners to run between the the divisions and uh, so this this marathon was established as the unbelievable feat of these individuals that ran for so long. And, and to an extent, the Olympics were also uh, a celebration of those who, who devoted themselves to uh, the athletics. And Paul uses wording and verbiage that, that have a link to uh, this. And he says... In verse 12, he says, uh, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehending of Christ Jesus. Boy, that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook almost, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds uh, kind of convoluted, but let's break it up and look at it. He says, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect. The first thing that you have to do in order to succeed is, is to realize that you haven't attained the ultimate goal. I come across as a pastor in the last 25 years Christians in all various stages of Christian maturity. One of the saddest uh, groups of individuals that I come across in my ministry as a pastor are those people that, that believe that they have heard it all. Uh, they've got the the perfect attendance pins all the way down to the floor. They have been in Sunday school and taught Sunday school. They've been the Sunday school superintendent. They've been this and that and the other, and they believe that they've heard it all. And so when I would stand up as a pastor and begin to teach or preach and and share with them things that excited me as a pastor and excited me as a as a student of the Word of God. Uh, they they would sit there and and they would say, well, okay, pastor, I've heard it all. Though you can't teach me anything. It would be very discouraging to me to hear them say those things because I knew that regardless of whether or not I I had something to teach them that they had never heard, regardless of the fact that that I was about to say something that that could be uh, uh, life-changing and transforming, despite the fact that the Holy Spirit had had inspired me and might have uh, been about to, to share something that could have transformed their Christian walk, they had already turned me off. They had already... Uh, uh, 
turned off anything that I might have said, anything that I might have uh, been able to utter, anything that, that God might have been able to, to work and move in their life, they had already shut it down, shut it off. And so they were not going to hear it. They were not, and, and it was almost as if they were saying, Pastor, I've already heard it all. You can't teach me anything. So it was like they were saying, you might as well not say anything at all. I've heard it all. I've read it all. I've studied it all. The height of arrogance. Paul says, I've not attained it all. He says here, it's not as though I've already attained it, either we're already perfect. He says, I realize that I am not perfect in my Christian walk. We cannot, as Christians, grow closer to Christ if we think we're okay. If we think, you know, I'm, I'm a good person. I've not sinned. I, I don't do those things like those people down at the jail. I don't do those things like the people that I see on TV rioting in the streets. I don't do those things. I'm a good person. The problem is, is that we have, we have gotten in the habit of judging ourselves based on everyone else. Not judging ourselves based on God, on Jesus Christ. Paul says, I realize that I have not attained perfection because he says I am not anywhere close to the level of the perfection of Jesus Christ. I realize, I know that I have not attained it. I have not grasped hold of the... Uh, and, and Paul will use this this image of the athlete that works his whole life to to strain and be a part of the of the the contest and and he uses this image of the athlete who who finally wins the race and is and at that time they didn't give out a gold silver and bronze medal the winner was given a laurel wreath that they would place upon their head this wreath of, of leaves and, and laurel that would fade away and, and wither away and die at a, at a moment, you know, within days or weeks. And here they are placing all of their efforts to attain that. And most of us would say, why? It doesn't have any value. But it had value to them. It meant the culmination of all of their work and that they had attained the highest level. Everyone that saw them with that laurel wreath on knew they were a champion, that they were the best. And everyone knew the effort that they placed. And Paul says, look, I've not attained that point of receiving the ultimate reward for my task. Now he switches back and forth between the terminology of, a, of an athlete racing and a Christian straining to be more like Christ. And he says, I've not attained that. I'm not anywhere near it. He says, I know that I'm not perfect in everything that I do. And, and the first step in, in understanding and knowing uh, and having success is knowing 
that you need to work hard to attain perfection. Because when you, when you don't strive, when you don't strive to hit the mark and you're just throwing the darts or you're throwing the, uh, the uh, uh, shooting the arrows anywhere, uh, look, you, anybody can be a, a perfect marksman if you shoot a bow and arrow and then you wait for the arrow to hit and land and then you go and draw the bullseye around where the, the arrow is. Anybody can be a champion. But if you draw the bullseye and you draw the mark and then you, you get a distance away and you strain and make effort to hit the mark and hit, hit the goal then you have attained something. And there's too many people that are, are shooting the arrows and then, and then painting the bullseye around where the arrow landed rather than striving to reach the goal. We, we, can't, we can't just live our life and say, well, you know, hey, I, I did better today than I did yesterday. Big whoop. Or uh, we, uh, uh, what, what is success in church? Success in church is, is growing closer to God and, and reaching others so that they might know Jesus Christ and that they might grow closer to God. If all we do is open the door and, and just see what happens or, or come together once a week to, to make sure that we're all still alive and, and that's all we do, then we've not reached the mark. We've not reached success as a church. We're not reaching lost people for Christ. We're not growing as Christians. We're not maturing in our faith. Paul says, I realize I need to grow stronger. I need to get uh, better. I need to attain the goal. I need to, to strive for perfection. He says, but I follow after if that I uh, may apprehend that for which I also am apprehended of Christ Jesus. He says, I, my goal is Christ Jesus. My goal is to reach the perfection of Jesus Christ. And he says, I've already... He says, uh, and here's where the convoluted part is. is he says, look, uh, I'm reaching and straining to attain that which has already attained me. And we're like, huh? What? Uh, Paul says, look, on the road to Damascus, Jesus Christ grabbed a hold of my life. And He changed me and transformed me. And He grabbed a hold of me. Now I am spending my whole life striving to grab hold of Him. And as a Christian, Jesus Christ grabbed a hold of your life. Jesus Christ grabbed a hold of you. That was the point in which you said, I've got to have Jesus in my life. I have got to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I will accept Him as my Savior and Lord because He did so much for me. And then the rest of... Paul says the rest of your life, you're straining and striving to attain Him. But He's already attained you. He says, so uh, you need to know your goal. Number two, not, uh, number one is realize you've not met it. You've not reached perfection. You've not uh, reached uh, the, the plateau. You've not attained the, the trophy, the goal, whatever it may be. If it's a laurel or if it's a gold medal, realize you've not, uh, that, that you've not, you're not at perfection. Number two, you need to know where your goal is. The runner in the races 
during the time of Paul, there would be a flag, a marker. A uh, in today's competitions, there's a line. There is in some competitions, there's a banner that that indicates where the finish line is. And uh, as a runner, when you are uh, either if you're doing cross country running, you come out of the woods, you finally see the the line at the end you know that that is where you need to to be and you need to pour on the energy at this moment at the very end to strain and 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 to reach the, that goal you don't come out of the woods and say i see it okay i can stop or if you're running on a track you don't run two laps and say okay i've done it well, no, this is a four-lap race. You've got to go around four times. Well, no, no, I've gone around twice. I've already done enough. No, you realize that the, they don't, and a lot of those races, they don't put up the, the tape until all the runners have gone around the last lap and they're go, uh, starting on the last lap to go around. And uh, they set up the end so that the racer the runner will have that goal. They don't look at their feet. They don't look at the person in front of them. They don't, a lot of times they're not even aware of the people behind them. They keep their focus on the end. Paul says, my focus is on Jesus Christ. My focus is on Him. That's my goal marker. That's the mark that I have my eyes set on. And he says, I know I need to keep my focus on Him. I know I need to keep my eyes upon Him. And so many of us get our eyes off of the, uh, of the goal. There's a lot of people in our society, in our world, that have got their eyes on a, on a pastor at a particular church. That's their own goal to strive for. We're to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Some people have their eye on a particular church. Well, that church down there, they're doing this. Why aren't we doing that? Or that church over there, they're doing that. Why aren't we doing like they are? No, we're not to keep our eyes on a particular church or a a pastor. We're to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Because you know why? We'll never miss the mark if we keep our eyes on Him. If we have our eyes on a pastor or a particular church, then guess what's going to happen? That pastor's going to stumble. It might not be broadcast all over the news like that uh, pastor did uh, a couple of weeks ago. But, a, but any and every pastor is going to sin because we're all human. We're all flesh. It might not be a big thing. It might not be an uh, extramarital affair. It might not be robbing a bank or, or uh, lewd activities on an airplane. But we're all human. We will make a mistake. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, if you keep your eyes on Him, guess what? He never makes a mistake. He never failed. He never did wrong. Keep your eyes on Him. No your finish line. Know the mark. Paul says also, not only do I know that I need to continue the race and, and that I, ha- I know who I am uh, going after, he says, I count it all, uh, I, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark 
for the prize of the high calling of of God in Christ Jesus. He says, thirdly, he says, I'm not running as a champion. I'm running as a contestant. Paul says, look, I, I, I might have done a lot of things. And, and he's given his litany of, of his credentials. Remember, he said, look, I'm, I'm Paul. Look, I know I'm a, of the seed of, of Abraham. I'm, I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. I'm a, uh, in terms of education, I'm part of the Sanhedrin. Uh, in terms of, of uh, zeal, I was a zealot and, and persecuted others. It, Paul gave all of those attributes of himself, but here he says, look, I, I forget about all those things. I'm, I'm a runner just like you. He says, I am ju- I'm in the race just like you are. And there's too many Christians that forget that we're in a race. That we're in a struggle to be like Christ. That we're striving with everything in us to to meet the mark, to hit the finish line. There's nothing worse than a... I mean, I I don't know, are they still running the uh, NASCAR races and all that kind of stuff right now? There's nothing worse than having a driver that gets out on the on the track and forgets there's a race going on, right? I mean, if the if the green line uh, if the green light goes off and all the other cars start going, that's kind of an indication there's a race going on. Or if you're in a, a foot race and the gun goes off for everybody to start and and everybody's running, but you're just still standing at the line waiting. You're wasting time. You're not in the race. Paul says, look, I've forgotten all the things that I've accomplished. I'm not running as the champion of the race as if the race is completed. I'm running as a contestant that's eager to meet the mark, that's eager to hit the finish line, that's eager to get there. We have to have an urgency. We have to have a desire to to reach the finish line and... There's so many Christians today that are so content in the fact that they're just simply in the race. I'm a Christian. I've I've accepted Jesus Christ on uh, November the 14th and 19, whatever it was. Well, okay, you're in the race. What are you doing since then? Well, I, 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 I gave my heart to Jesus and was back. Hey, good, you're in the race. What have you done lately to move along in the race? What have you done lately to proceed? The wording here that Paul begins to use says, I press forward, I lean in, I, and I strive for the goal. <coughs> is the wording of of that athlete again of of athletes that are so focused in their in their running and they're so focused in the in the completion of the of the race that nothing everything else blurs out and the only thing that is in their sight is that finish line paul says i'm i'm not thinking of myself as the victor i'm thinking of myself as the the racer who is striving for the mark and he says fourthly i strive for the finish line verse 14 i press toward the mark for the prize for the high calling of god in christ jesus we've got to press forward 
press forward, leaning in, striving to... Uh, you don't come to the finish line and just trot over the finish line as if everything's fine. No, you are straining to get there. I've seen some of them that they're straining so hard they come to the very end, they kind of jump over the finish line because that's the last ounce of effort that they have left and then they fall and, and, and collapse on the other side of the finish line because they've given everything that they've had. That's what we need to do. We need to press forward. We need to press with everything in us to get over the finish line. Press, pressing onward. Paul says, I press onward to meet the mark. I do everything I can to reach the goal. Now, unfortunately, we're not pressing forward enough at times. We need to press forward, do everything we can to reach the goal. And what is the goal? The high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's the goal. The whole, the high calling of God. God is called. It's as if God is standing at this finish line and He's saying, "Come on, you can do it. You can make it." And we need to be pressing and giving everything that we have and striving forward. And, and, and in Hebrews, Paul uses the, uh, uh, this analogy again of the race and he's talking about all the witnesses of the faith. And he's saying all those who've gone on before us are all in the stands. They're all around us and, and they've all achieved the goal. And it's as if they are all rooting for us to reach the finish line. And we're striving forward to meet the end. To make the high calling of God in Christ Jesus our ultimate goal. Paul says, I'm... Paul was battling these Gnostics and these people that, that made out like they knew everything and that by some special knowledge they had attained close, being closer to God. Paul says, look, I'm not there yet. Here's the teacher, the great uh, professor, the great theologian, the great missionary, the, the man who, who was the, the organizer in the, in, of, the, of the church there at Philippi. He was the guy who, who had, was instrumental in, in reaching these people for Christ. And, and he was their mentor. And he's saying, look, I'm not there yet. And the implication is, is if I'm not there, you ain't either. So we need to all press forward. Paul's in the jail. Hey, look. You, some of us say, well, who, who, what can I do? I'm, I'm too old. I, I'm sick. I'm not able. I, I, I didn't go off to seminary. I didn't go off to college, Bible college. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I can't, I can't go out and do those things. Remember where Paul's writing from. Paul's writing from jail in between two soldiers that he's chained to. And he's talking about pressing forward to the mark. He says, I'm striving 
Even, even though I'm in jail, even though I'm in, uh, between these two soldiers, I'm still striving forward to the mark. I don't see any of us in jail right now. None of us are between two soldiers chained down. We need to be pressing forward to the mark. Pressing forward to the finish line. We're not waiting for the good old gospel ship to come in and make docks so we can get on it. We're pressing forward. Pressing forward to reach the finish line. Are you in the race? Are you pressing forward? Are you striving for the goal? Do you even know that you're in the race? Let's pray. Dear gracious Father, Lord, I just thank You so much for the example that we see in Jesus Christ. Lord, for the fact that You call us to to finish the race, to finish strong, to, to strive for the mark of being like Christ, of, of straining to uh, the acceptable glory of God in Christ Jesus. Lord, help us to strive to be the people that You have us to be, to strain and to do everything within our power to reach the goal that You've laid out before us, to reach the lost, to help people to know Jesus Christ as their Savior, and then to help them to grow in Christ and to help them to mature where they will reach others for Christ as well. Lord, help us to reach the goal. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.